Welcome everyone to the first edition of the Jader and Kyle show featuring Kyle and Jader. That's us. Uh, I am Kyle. Uh, I will be your co-host for this show. And here's my co-host, my other co-host, Jader. What's up, what man? up everybody? How's it going, man? Uh, nothing much. I, uh, Seriously, seriously overwhelmed with the whole uh, Schmodown thing, which we will obviously get to right now. Of course, of course. But uh, just first and foremost, wanted to thank everybody that has reached out. It has been overwhelmingly pos- um, positive. Um, I obviously filmed this a month ago. Um, and I, I even with you guys, you know, I kept it quiet. I didn't want to tell anybody any outcome. I wanted it to be a surprise for, for right. everybody. Um and I was really beating myself up, and again, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, happy to do the show right now. Uh, I mean, we recorded a show last week, going over all the streaming stuff, and we had such good chemistry back and forth. We've been good friends for a little while now. Yeah, and we had such good chemistry going back and forth that we decided, like, hey, we're all stuck in our homes. We're not doing anything. Why don't we start Let's a show? Do Let's, do, Let's do it. We have a lot to talk about. Um, we all love movies. We love television. And we love the Schmodown. There's a lot of stuff we can talk about here. So we said, let's go make a show and come up with a great title, which we did. It's called The Jader and Kyle Show. It's never been done. It it's never been done, I think. I think this you is believe the first that? time. <laughs> the Kyle and Jader Show was taken, but The Jader and Kyle Show was not. So Yeah, I know. So <laughs> whatever. It worked out. Yeah. Uh, but let's get to the biggest news of today, and that was how Jader just mentioned his Shmodo match. It dropped today. This was his first match ever. Let's, I mean, let's go back to when we went to the Orlando live show for the Shmodown. For people who don't know, the Shmodown is a movie trivia competition where two people go up there, or four people if it's teams, they go up there and they go head to head in a trivia competition where it's kind of like the the personalities of professional wrestling meet actual trivia, actual intelligence about movies. And people go head to head. It's a ton of fun. It's been going on for about seven years now. It's great. I've become a big fan of it. I know a lot of people are. Um, But Jader got to win a competition in Orlando, which allowed him to get his own match this year on the Schmodown. And it just dropped today on the SEN uh, YouTube page. So go check it out. But Jader, do you want to talk about how it went? How you feel? Well, t- tell me this. How are you feeling right now? Knowing that all I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. It, it was, it's finally been seen. Um, like I said, I was beating myself up. Um, day of, even the day after. And for a while now, I'm like, wow, these people are going to see this episode and they're going to think like, this guy got lucky one time and he got lucky now, you know? Um, I don't think they, that, uh, that people saw like want, like they, I haven't shown like what I can really do. Cause again, we'll get into it right now, but, uh, I kind of, I kind of did, uh, uh, struggle a little bit, you know, during which will, again, I have said this like four times already. We will get to, I'll let you yeah. ask. We'll, we'll go um, on it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, overall, I mean, I it, it's again. I don't know if uh, if you know people that are on YouTube, whatever, feel this way, where they feel like, damn, like, what are people gonna think about this? Or, you know, I got into, I'm getting into my head, you know. And then I saw the live stream as it was happening, and it was overwhelmingly positive, right? Like I said earlier, and you know, it it, it felt good. I honestly thought that I was gonna get a lot more shit, <laughs> um, you know, because so, I've seen. 
it, I mean, it just goes to show that we get in our heads a lot and we yeah. like to think things are a lot worse than they actually are. And but I've seen, back, it, yeah. I've seen some fans get vicious, man. Like, of course. you know, I've seen them like, you know, just call out some of the players or, you know, like, oh, you're lucky, you know, you're lucky I wasn't against you because, you know, I beat you or, you know, so on and so forth. So, you know, hearing shit like that sucks. It does, um, but here's the thing that I've, I've noticed a lot of these Schmodown competitors, they get into their heads where they go and read the comments and it brings them down a lot. It does, because there's a lot of those dingbats out there who will say whatever they want to say and just try to bring you down. And you can't focus on that because that's probably about 5% of the comments. If you look at the rest of it, it's so overwhelmingly positive. The number one thing I saw out of all the comments was how much fun this was, that people had a great time watching it. And that's what you want. You want to no, be you want to be someone who looks at who people want to go see. So when these live events happen and all this, then you're a draw to them. So and, and to, piggy, to piggyback off that, um, it was it was a blast and uh, you know a little um, joke there, but they say you never forget your first, you know. And I'm so glad that I had I had Brittany Young as uh, the first person that I faced because her energy <laughs> was exactly what I needed um in in that particular i was nervous as hell you know she had done one episode prior as a as a as a team group and just uh i was super nervous it was the first time they always tell you about the lights the lights are real even though funny enough the reason why i won this was because i won <laughs> in front of like 500 freaking people but i got more nervous with the studio crowd like the real deal this this is gonna this counts you know um and her energy and her back and forth and her joking. If you notice, she'll be like saying a joke and I'm like, <laughs> like, like, cause I'm, I'm nervous, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but even pre recording the show, she approached me, she introduced herself. Uh, you know, we kind of went back and forth. Where are you from? What do you do? And obviously I know what she did, but she was asking me more questions, you know? And um, she was just so great. And I loved seeing how, again, humble she was and how mm -hmm. she was like, Hey, I'm just as nervous as you are. Like, I don't know what to expect, you know? Right. And, um, he, she was just such a great sport. So that's one thing that I will never forget. Obviously, you know, this is just an experience that I will never forget, but I'm really glad that it was somebody, uh, like her that, um, that I met, I did the first episode with. It was, it was fantastic. And the thing is, it's not just a, we're, we're happy to be here, which you guys were happy to be here, but it's not like we're happy to be here and that's it. We're not going to do it again because you are going to do this again. Uh, okay. You, you won your match. Uh, so people know you won your match. It was close. Brittany's very good. Um, and now you're going to get to move on and do another match, but we'll get into that at the end. Um, how was the day walking in there? seeing all the people there how did that feel leading up to the moment where you walked out that curtain all right so um exactly what was going on was a let, well let's start just like you mentioned that you were a fan it's been this is season seven yeah. um so seven years of this um i didn't discover the uh the schmodown until season three okay um and it was when they brought it over to collider uh i remember christian harloff uh, shout out to christian harloff and mark ellis um, I remember Christian Harloff talking, you know, hyping it up, you know, hyping it up. And I had no idea what it is. And, you know, back then I could have just Googled, uh, I, I mean, or YouTube, you know, movie trivia showdown and know, and know exactly what, you know, what, what it was, found out what it was, but I waited. He just said movie trivia. I'm like, damn, that's awesome, dude. Mm -hmm. Saw the first episode. I'll never forget. It was John Campia versus Dan Merle. Um, 
and seeing that episode and just loving it. And every week they were dropping something and I was on there, on there, on there. Um, so obviously being a fan from Collider, walking into Collider studio was a big deal for me. Right. Uh, despite all the BS that went, that went down in January, um, that was pretty huge. You know, I was like, this is, this is, this is awesome. You know? Mm -hmm. And I walked in there. Um, the first person that I actually saw was Megan. She's behind the scenes, the boss of everything. Right. She, we met her in Orlando too. Exactly. She's fantastic. I love her. Yes. Um, so Megan uh, was there. She greeted me. And then um, after that, I saw, um, I saw Mark Ellis. I saw Christian. Christian, you know, obviously came up to me and was like, hey, are you nervous? You know, mm -hmm. it's your big day. Are you excited? How are you feeling? Um, I got to talk to Shannon. Shannon was there. Um, Mike and them were had their big match that day. Mike Chance. It was uh, the, um, the family versus corruption match that day, right? Exactly. And they were there. So I kind of left them alone um, mm -hmm. because, you know, obviously I knew that they had a live match. Um, so, you know, I left them alone. But everybody, Viviani was there. He said hello. So it was over. Like, it's crazy to... Um, again, for us, there's people that probably would see this and they're like, oh, whatever. It's like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Or for, you know, someone that's, again, it, trying to be in this world. And what I mean by that, like film critics, talk film, podcasting, what have you, what we do here, um, seeing these guys, I'm like, man, this is, this is crazy to call them now like peers, you know? Right. Um, but every single one of them have been nothing but nice. I can't say anything about anyone. Everybody was just genuinely great you know so walking in there nervous as hell but being very grateful for the opportunity that was that's been presented you know and not taking it for granted whatsoever so i soak in that moment i, I promise you i will probably soak it in every single time that i'm on that stage absolutely um you know? my my thing is that what your manager was uh is sam levine and yeah. sam levine couldn't be there that day so yeah. you had andrew guy and Andrew Guy is one of my favorite people to watch in a show now. And it's him and Josh Makuga. And the reason why I love those two so much is it's not like they're the best at the trivia, although Andrew Guy is getting really good. Yeah, they is. are so entertaining to watch. And that, to me, is more of a draw than the trivia itself. I want to see these characters. I want to see these big personalities. And Andrew Guy ended up being your manager. He was the guy who was going to walk you out there, who was going to hype you up. And he certainly did. Uh, and the way he those uh, brought those interviews at the beginning, he really got you going. And then at the end, the post game interview was so much fun to watch. Where he had oh, yeah. it's against someone, which we'll get to on that. Um, but how did it feel talking to Andrew Guy before your match? Because I know he was coming off a tough loss, and then moving into the actual match itself. What did he say to you? What was you know he trying to pump into your head? Oh, uh, so two confessions that I will uh, give right now. One was I obviously, after, you know, after being a fan, it was just nonstop. Life catches up to you. And I fell off of the showdown. So I had no idea who these personalities were for a while. Mm -hmm. um, before the Orlando event, I tried to catch up to that season. Um, and then this is where confession number two comes into play was I didn't understand this whole character thing that, that plays off in the movie Trivia Showdown, right? Um, so I thought that Andrew Guy was really a dick. I didn't know that he was portraying a character. So I was like, who the fuck is this guy, dude? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, who, I'm like, who does he think he is? This and that and that. And as I started watching it, I'm like, I get it. 
I'm like, holy crap, this is this is amazing. Um, because again, when I started watching it, the whole um, face and heel and things that that wasn't really a thing. It was, you know, there were there was no really character writing that started happening later. You had your Roca, which Roca kind of is the first. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I was a big fan of the whole yeah. outlaw, and I'm still a fan of the outlaw. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah, I, Roca was one of the main reasons why I honestly started really following this thing was mm -hmm. because ever since that Bespin thing happened to him, right? And I know that gets get keeps getting thrown and thrown. Um, and a lot of viewers, uh, our viewers, probably don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. But um, just quick little background: this guy uh, John Roca, he he works for uh, well, he worked for Collider, and you know he did the podcasting and uh, movie interviews and all that stuff. Um, big Star Wars fan gets asked a Star Wars question and he misses it, loses the match, right? Um, when that happened to him, because again, as much as I love Star Wars, I there's no way I can compete in the, in a Star Wars league because I am not good with remembering names of cities and planets, sorry, planets and all that stuff. So, um, but I knew Bespin. Because, you know, it's, it's freaking, you know, it's Empire, man, you know. So I knew that and him missing that for me was crazy. Right. But seeing him come back from that, seeing him like really determined and really out, it was it's kind of like inspirational the way he came back. He whooped everybody. And mm -hmm. I don't know if he won the I think he won the belt, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if that was the run for the belt for him right after that. So, no. Um, so he went in the tournament that year, if I recall. He went in the tournament that year and lost at the end to Mark Ellis. And Mark Ellis. Oh, that's won. right. Mark Ellis did win. That's right. You're absolutely and right. And Roca beat Riley at that same thing. And then Roca uh, beat, and then Roca went on to go play Dan. And that's when he got his belt. Yeah. So he does that. This whole character of the outlaw comes out, man. Him doing the blindfold thing, which let me tell you, if I would have put the blindfold, I probably would have done a lot better in the second round. <laughs> um, but, um, but honestly, it was just so great seeing that. And then um, getting at first, I would just honestly, I just, again, oh, I, well, I guess we're doing confession number three. I would just skip uh, to the trivia part. I wouldn't see any of the character thing. Give me the trivia. And then as soon as the trivia was over, they would announce the winner. I would turn it off. And that was that. Uh -huh. um, but then I want to say around season five. No, five or six. One of the, the later seasons. Um, I started because I didn't know what you know, guy with Bateman, yeah, I didn't know what team action was. I didn't know what any of that was. And I started going back and I started, I'm like, man, this is this is really awesome. I'm like, I really like what they're doing here. And you know, the rest is the rest is history. So seeing the all these personalities now, going back to your question, seeing Guy kind of flip that switch from a from being, you know, a player to managing me, because we did get the notice from Sam Levine. A lot of people are giving Sam crap online because he hasn't been um, on any other matches. Uh, he's a very busy guy, you know, and he did give us the heads up that he wouldn't be. Now, uh, people didn't don't I don't people should know. Um, these episodes are recorded six, seven at a time. So when he doesn't show up, he's like, oh, he hasn't shown up. It, those are That's two days of shoots. You know, it's not really like he's missed you know, four rounds or, or four, four, four different days. No, it's been two days of shoots that he didn't, he couldn't make it, you know, that, that's, uh, that's pretty much mm -hmm. it. But uh, seeing guy take me under his wing and um, just the way he handled everything, the pep talk that I got prior to the match was that, you know, you weren't given this opportunity. Like, here you go, sir, 
do your best. It was like, no, you competed, you won, you're here, you deserve to be here. And it is what it is. You take this and then you go for it. And then he kept telling me, he goes, you're, you're better than her. You're better than her. You're going to be her. Like he, he, the whole time it was just hype, 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 you know? And that's what someone like you needs. Who's brand new into this. Like you said, you mentioned the lights. Those are real. Those affect people. It gets to everyone at some point, even if you don't get it in your first match, you're going to get it at some point. And you need that calming presence there. And that's what Guy did for you. You could see it reflected very well. I don't know how other managers would have done. I mean, I'm sure Sam could have done it too. But what Guy was able to do, I feel like, was just the right timing, the right moment for you. And I don't want you to get down about your first match. I know you feel like you could do better. Everyone feels like they can do better. Yeah. Your first round, your round one, there's eight questions for people to know. There's eight questions, eight different categories. You got seven out of eight right. And that one that you got wrong was a tough question because it's from a movie that people don't really like. Let's be honest. Well, let me tell you, it's crazy when the when the lights hit you, all right? Because mm-hmm. I knew that answer. I don't like the film all that much, but I am a Burton fan, right? Okay. And I heard White Queen. And but it didn't even occur to me to challenge because mm-hmm. again it was that you hear that it's wrong and you're I'm already like oh my god I'm blowing this and you can see it like if you know me how I'm you know how, how I am I'm very mm-hmm. you know free spirited and whatnot but when something gets to me you will notice you will see it in my face when something when something upsets me I don't hide it and right. if you rewatch the match you automatically see me like oh crap so automatically in my head me even though she thankfully got the answer wrong as well um seeing for me it was like oh my god i'm not getting a perfect round oh my god i'm blowing it like that's mm-hmm. that's literally where my mind went where i couldn't even challenge now thank god i didn't challenge because i think if i had challenged i would have looked even even dumber lost it, yeah you know and i would have lost the challenge um but i knew that answer mm-hmm. there's two and we'll get to them there's two answers that i honestly knew and I blanked out. And then what, and that's going to happen. That's going to be a thing that happens. Everyone's gone through it. Let's get to your round two. Round two, for people who don't know, there's a wheel that comes out, 12 different categories. Uh, one is spinner's choice, one's opponent's choice. You spin the wheel, whatever you land on, you can either choose to keep it or you could spin again. And if you spin again, whatever you land on is what you get. Uh, Jader deferred to Brittany uh, right away, and she got Oscars. And Oscars, I thought... The questions on it were pretty. I I knew three out of four of them uh, off the top of my head. And to me, David, Lynch, I, David Lynch was the only one you didn't know. No, I did know the David Lynch one. Um, I forget. The, the, I know the Michael Moore one because I just just process of elimination. Anytime they ask an Oscars question that has to do with documentary, I just you think about the writers. There's no way they're really diving deep into documentary. And who's the they most? No, actually, there was a lot of people. Um, I saw in the chat kind of saying like, "Is that even?" a fair question because what are they asking? but it was released in the theater, which I happened to see Michael Moore film. I actually saw Bowling for Columbine in the theater as well as Fahrenheit yeah. 9-11, you know? So, um, and he's the most popular documentarian out there. And if you're going to get a question about a documentary, it's not a bad guess to throw out Michael Moore. So yeah. that's the first thing that came to my mind. But, you know, the Spielberg question, I knew, and yeah. I don't remember the other two. But okay, so these were the questions because I, I, I memorized it. So 
The first question was Spielberg. I knew that off rip. I was praying that she didn't go to multiple choice because I knew it. She would know it, yeah. Um, She went, she got the point. It's fine. The second question was David Lynch. Now, this was for me the, um, this is where you need to listen to every single word in that question. Because I heard what, um, how many times has film won an Oscar? Now I'm nominated. So he has never won an Oscar, but I've known he was nominated. I knew two, right. but I, I was thinking, maybe because I, I, I know he was nominated for Mahalan Driving and, and the, uh, the Elephant Man, right? Those are the two for sure. And then I would have done, but I, I would have said zero because yeah. I know he's never won an Oscar, but this is why you got to listen. Um, and then after that was a Michael Moore question, which I managed to steal. And then the fourth question was the Pocahontas mm-hmm. question, which I knew which colors of the wind, which again, like mm-hmm. I knew it was easy. Um, so she got three points and I stole one. Cause she, right. and oh, no, 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 she didn't, she didn't. She got one, two, three, four. She got four points because colors of the wind, she knew Disney's right. Disney's her strength. And so that was on the wheel. Just that was on the wheel. I had you had categories like Disney. You had uh, Drew Barrymore was on the wheel. You had uh, your category, which ended up being crime film. So you spin the wheel, you land on crime, and you and Andrew are having a discussion. And you, he talks about it afterwards how there was other categories you wanted to avoid. Um, so this one you felt like okay, maybe we can try it and walk in. So that's what you did. No, Five Life had Scarface and Goodfellas, and I, I mean, I was thinking maybe I was gonna get question heat questions, the departed question. Uh, see, so I was, just, I was thinking casino, oh, yeah. mean streets. I've seen so many like gangster, the town, like all these movies where I'm like, I'm fine. See, that's the thing is that category is one of the ones that's been around for a long so time. It's been so around for a very long time, though. And all the easy questions that come with brand new categories aren't there for this one anymore. So they're digging. Understood. No, understood. So this is what's going on with that. I kind of thought that that's why it took kind of long to answer because I'm like, I'm like, all right, what happens if they start asking me shit that I don't know? However, I kept thinking. Remember that they said that everything goes this season where they were going to bring old questions back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe I get lucky and they ask questions about more familiar films. Taxi Driver. Again, I love this. I love crime films. Yeah. So that's why it took me a long time to answer. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. And guys like, yeah, I think uh, he's like, whatever you want. If you feel confident, he goes, you want to spin again? He goes, but remember, it could get worse. Um, in retrospect, I don't think it could have gotten worse. <laughs> to be completely honest with you. Um, well, let's so, point out the biggest flub you had, which your first question was who directed a Bronx tale. And you know, this. I, I film, know you know a that film that I've seen a hundred times. Yeah. And I the lights come in blanked. Yes. Mm-hmm. I blanked and I didn't even blank. Cause I thought I knew it. I thought I had it. And, which I still can't say his freaking name. <laughs> it, it's the Hispanic in me, I guess. Hey. Um, but I, what's his last name, man? Because I'm going to butcher it. or like Chad? Oh, yeah, Chad. Yeah. Salam- I, and I remember him because, I, again, I love him. And I've seen a Bronx tale a hundred times. Yeah. Which is what bothers me. If they would have asked me a specific uh, question about the film, guaranteed I would have had it. 
you know, and but I, it happened. It, it messed you up because you started saying it and you couldn't get it out of your mouth. So you just said multiple choice. Which a lot of people are saying that um, Kaiser should have challenged. He did. He tried to at least. Kaiser did oh, try yeah. to challenge a little behind the scenes there. Um, he tried. He did try to challenge. And my manager uh, quickly said he did not say final answer. He's good to go. He can ask for multiple choice. And that's what kind of what happened, you know. But right. had he challenged which I saw someone in the comments write this, um, if he had challenged, because they're like, oh, Brittany maybe could have won had that been challenged properly. Um, regardless, uh, she wouldn't. She stole that answer. So it was in their favor for to them not to challenge. Right. You know, because they could have probably asked me something that I did freaking know. So, so, I mean, it, it it's tough because I know you definitely know it. And it's not like Robert De Niro's directed a lot of films. Uh, and yeah. that's probably his most famous one. But so you, you missed that one. But she gets the steal, the one point steal. And then what were the questions after that? Which which was the the ones that stumped you the most? Okay, so right after that, they asked me, uh, there's okay, so I knew two of the questions. Unfortunately, Bronxdale was one that I knew and I didn't answer. Then okay. the second the second question was uh who played Carter and get Carter in nineteen seventy something. Yeah, it was like 79, um, yes. Um, like and that was which was Michael Payne. No idea. I've seen the Sylvester Stallone version. Uh, I think came out in 1997. Seen that version. So missed that question. I missed that question because I honestly did not know that, 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 uh, I did not know that, uh, I'm sorry, that question, right? Mm -hmm. um, then the third question was who directed Bad Times at El Royale, which me and you obviously I love, love that. that film. So I answered that off rip because, you know, I love it. The mm -hmm. last question was which character in a 1990s heist film was uh, trapped in a refrigerator or in a freezer or something like that. Tough question. Ex extremely yeah. tough question. Which extremely noticed, tough question. What I've noticed with the Schmodown this season, the fourth question is usually the easiest one. And that didn't happen for you on this category at all. Which it did not, man. It did not. I really, really had no idea. Um, even I said that presidents knowing, and I, you know, and this is another thing that I should have done. I've seen that presidents a hundred times, and I've seen set it off a hundred times. Mm -hmm. And I went multiple choice, but I'm like that president, and then I'm like maybe something that I'm forgetting because I haven't seen it. I haven't revisited that film in a long time. Yeah. seen it a bunch but i i and i'm like i know for sure it wasn't set it off for a hundred percent um and then the other uh two uh answered because i went multiple choice for for the for the point and it was this movie called bottle rocket and i and the the gifter or something like that so bottle rocket is wes anderson that's a wes anderson film i think i believe that was his first film ever and that was the that was the answer right that was the answer which, yeah yeah I listen. No, and if you I didn't know, no, I honestly, I don't think a lot of people didn't know that question. He, I mm -hmm. had a, uh, a friend uh, actually that watches the show. I, well, I met him in Orlando okay. and we became good friends uh, um, online. And he told me, he goes, funny enough, I saw Bottle Rocket last night and I still got the question wrong. He goes, because the character was, he's such a small character, like it's something completely forgettable. Yeah. He's like, that was a hard question. So that one I absolutely did not know. I didn't miss that. Like again, there was two that I knew and two that I absolutely did not know. I didn't know Michael Caine. Um, I revisit, and I didn't know Bottle Rocket. I oh. did know obviously Drew Goddard, and I knew De Niro, and I'm pissed off that I 
completely missed De Niro. And here's the thing. They like to balance out. There's usually one very easy question. There's usually two medium questions and one very difficult one. And you can see with that, like I said, they used, they would make the last question the easiest one usually. Look at Brittany. She got which uh, movie won the, with the song Colors of the Wind. Everyone knows that. It's, yeah. it's honest. We all understand that if you're a Disney fan, of course, if you're just a kid who's watched Disney movies growing up, you would know that one. Um, yeah. You go into round three, you're down 10 to 11, and I could see it on your face. You were like, damn, this is it for me. And Everybody saw yeah. my face that mm -hmm. has seen the match, and they're like, dude, you were already counting yourself out yep. in round when you were picking the numbers. They're like, the only time I saw you nervous was picking those numbers. Yep. They're like, you came out there, you were, you know, ah, hyping the crowd up. They're like, you did great crowd work. Everybody gave me props for that. They're like, you did really good crowd work. You handled the crowd really well. In the first round, you, uh, you had a Meryl Streep question. It's the second question. You got the crowd to chant. That's great. It's a yeah. great little back and forth you did the crowd there. But, yeah, going to the third round, down 10 to 11, I could see you saying to yourself, man, I blew my chance, and now I'm not going to get to come back. You're thinking that's, of everything that's going to come after. when That's, you exactly, that's exactly what happened, to be completely honest with you. When, I get, when I'm picking those numbers, I'm like, I can't believe I blew this opportunity. Um, I understand if I wasn't confident enough to compete, mm -hmm. but I was. You know, you saw me in Orlando while after I won, mm -hmm. where I was answering the questions nonstop, you know? Yeah. And and you it's one of those things where round one, man. You could see huh? it in round one. You could see it in round one. You got seven out of eight questions right. You were you belong there. Obviously belong there because those questions they're they're the same as you're gonna get what you did in uh, Orlando. Or yeah. one questions. And you were firing them off pretty easily. So I mean you knew the one you said you missed in round one. So you could have yeah. got eight out of eight, you could have gotten that perfect round. You belong there, and that's what you gotta realize is in that third round, you were probably thinking, man, I don't belong, but you do. Because then you got two questions right off the top, your two-pointer two and your three-pointer, which got you to 15 points. And that must have given you a sigh of relief right there. All right, so this is what happens. When she uh, picks her numbers, they, uh, I get, I get, um, I pick my numbers. I'm already, like, thinking the five-point question is what's going to make her, uh, make her break me. Honestly, I thought I was going to have to answer the five point to win, you know, and, you know, if you follow the sport mm -hmm. or w whatever you want to call it, um, you don't want to be down going to the third round. You know, I, I, I think it is, too. <laughs> so but um, you don't want to be down going into the third round at all. You know, I was down by one, no. but I, I didn't want to be down. And so that happens, and they um, – I forget what the first question that they asked me was. Um, oh, my, my two-point question was super easy. It was new releases, which when I heard that was the biggest sigh of relief. Yeah. You know, given what we do. And it was uh, what MCU, uh, what MCU um, star, stars with Adam Driver in Marriage Story. That was – yeah, cake, you know, cake. So that was got out of Oscar season. We know, we knew this exactly, exactly. So thank God that it was that question. She even joked about it, and she was, and she was like, "Can I have that same question?" Like, you yeah. know, it's super easy. And then she got asked, um, "Coño, man, I don't remember what the hell she got asked in the third round." To be honest with you, 
Uh, well, she got her two pointer, which I think she got her two pointer, but I forgot which one it was. And then it bounces back to me, and they asked me. Uh, it was family films, and you know, mm-hmm. again, I have kids, and they asked me uh, who was the firefly that was in love with the sun in uh, the princess and the frog. Now, oh no, what was the animal? It was, it was animal. Animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, that was the firefly was the answer. Right. Um, but shout out to Janine. Janine the machine, because she threw that question at me, mm-hmm. and I knew it, but I, I hadn't seen that movie in a while. Right, you know, and she's been she was throwing questions at me left and right. That's how we were training randomly during you know I'm I get a text from her and it's like fifteen questions and I would have to answer them. You know, it's been great. Like the support from the usual suspects, um, despite what people you know see on screen versus what they don't see has been ridiculously awesome. Well, just you know? by talking to you, I you tell me all the things that they do. You have Janine always there helping you out. Um, you have another person, which I don't want, I don't know if they're comfortable t- saying, but you have someone out there who is helping you out a lot, who's act- actually really lucked out being a good coach for you. Um, no, she's been they're, they're, been they're staying on top of you and they're making sure that you're ready for this. So that's why coming into this, I knew you were going to be, uh, you're going to be ready for this. And in this moment, you, you got your three pointer, you were ready. You got the, uh, what's the Prince of the fog question. And then she gets her three pointer, which do you remember what her three pointer was? Absolutely. Because I, I, knew knew everything was, I knew, but I don't. All I right. So they asked her who, uh, co-starred with Chris Pines in hell or high water, which That's was right. one of my favorite films mm-hmm. that year. And I, oh, and I even right now we did, we're doing obviously on our, on our website, we're doing a, uh, a March Madness and tell me I didn't throw his name. Oh, you're absolutely or, Ben Foster. Ben Foster. He's such an underrated actor. Yes. You know, I want him to get, I want him to have every job in the world, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> every time I see that man on screen, he's, I already know that I'm in for a ride, man. You know, he's just, he's such a fantastic actor, even in movies that I don't necessarily like, love, like not love, but the mechanic, I love them in that movie. And I, he made that movie fun for me as much as I appreciate Jason Statham. I don't think, yeah, I think his movies are full of crap, but like, I like, you know, they're entertaining films. Um, But my favorite part of that movie was Ben Foster, Mm -hmm. Alpha Dog. You see Ben Foster, Lone Survivor, loved his character. 310 to Yuma, he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, And Hello High Water. So when she had that question, I'm like, I wish I could steal. Because, again, I knew that. She looked at me and she goes, you know this? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, and I said to you, because her category was crime, and I texted you after when I was watching it, and I said, man, if only you got that question. Where was that question? Yeah. I said the same thing. I'm like, where the hell were the Godfather questions and the Goodfather questions, and, you know, where were they? Where were they? But she I'm, got crime, and um, she got, was it thriller? She got a thriller question, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I see. So, like, I would have put Bad Times with El Royale in a thriller category, and then the crime would have gone with Hell or High Water. That's easily what I would have done if I was the question writers. Um, but regardless, she misses it. You win. It's got to be a huge sigh of relief. No, off your no, back no, 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 no. immediately come up. She missed. She missed, and then she still had the five pointer to answer. And her five pointer was a comic book movie question. And it was like, who, what was the name 
of the villain in Iron Man 3, but it was the character, the villain's name, not like the character. Played by Guy Pierce. It said Guy Played by Guy Pierce. And that's another one where she looks at me and I'm like, God damn it, I know this, man. I know this. And she then um, <laughs> and then she just, you know, and it's crazy enough that both my matches that I've won, they it they both turned over to me and were like, hey man, good luck, good win, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, ah, and you know, it you know, it happened. Yeah, and guy um, comes and, running up to you, and Janine comes running up to you, they're all super happy for you, and that's you gotta be feeling Oh man. Okay. I'm good. I got weight off my shoulders, dude. I, again, and it was one of those things where it was weight off my shoulders. Uh, they interviewed Brittany young after, and then they interviewed, but even when, while they were interviewing her, I was beating myself up. I'm like, I should have won by 20 or a TKO. And that was just me, you know? And guy was like, you did better than I did when I debuted mm -hmm. And, and then they're like, and you're not allowed to do this to yourself. You just won. Yeah. This is a point for you. You take this and you run with it. Um, someone behind the scenes tell me you can dwell on it for two, three hours, get over it, move on, next match. And well, you know? and, that, and that's what's a shame is with this coronavirus that's put us all in our homes. You were supposed to be in the free-for-all, which is the best thing they have going on. It's my favorite event, and yeah. I was looking so forward. And it was literally two weeks after I had shot that. The free-for-all would have debuted before my actual match. Yeah. You know? Um, and I had a great number, which I don't want to stay just in case it happens later on in the year. Mm -hmm. um, but I had a fantastic number, one where I felt comfortable where I'm like, maybe I can make something happen this free for all. Um, and, and well, listen, if that's where legends are made, you know, that's where characters are made because you have like last year, Brendan Meyer, uh, he lost his first match. People kind of forgot about him. Then he stepped into the free for all. And all of a sudden he's a, you know, he's become one of the more popular. Was, honestly, he, you know, had it not been Bibiani, he should have been, uh, he was runner up for MVP. Cause absolutely. He, hell, he did a hell of a job and, Myers, you know, I've had the pleasure of talking to him uh, a couple times already. He's just the character you see is no who he is. There is yeah. no character. That's just who he is. He's just a very nice guy, but so knowledgeable because mm -hmm. he's he remembers matches. He remembers questions like, oh, no, this person lost to this question. And I remember when this person lost to this question, like things where he's just like nonstop, you know, right. and he stand up guy, man. He's, he's super nice. The last time I got to talk to him was when I got drafted in January. He wasn't there for uh, for the shoots or anything like that. But um, yeah, but, he, well, I, and, and it's crazy because I, again, had to go back. I didn't see free for all when it mm -hmm. happened last year, you know, so I went back and I started watching every single, <clears throat> excuse me, every single episode. And um he he impressed the hell out of me you know he he yeah. was fantastic so that's something that not saying that i was going to follow in his footsteps or anything like that but i was i wanted the free for all to really show like hey i'm i'm here to I stay belong. yeah yeah i belong here exactly um but yeah so this kind of slowed it down but you do have a match uh, lined up on the schedule you did have someone come and crash i'm not going to reveal who who it is because people probably don't even really know who are watching this. They're newer. Um, but you do have something coming up. You aren't done uh, with the win helps a lot. Cause this year Christian's pointed out, there's a lot of competitors. So if you lose and you're not a big personality, 
you're probably not going to come back for at least a year. It's going to take a bit. So now you have that win under your belt. You're definitely guaranteed to come back. And uh, once this all goes away, I'm happy to see where you go, man. It's I'm excited, man. I mean, this thing couldn't have come in a worse time, I think. You know, like mm -hmm. everything I had, uh, not to say anything, but I kind of had, besides the free-for-all, two matches lined up, you know, where I was talking to Christian and he's like, hey, this is going to happen. And then this, now uh, this is probably going to happen. Uh, again, nothing's ever concrete. That's one thing that I have learned that um, things one day are going this way oh. and then the next day they go a completely different way. Um, but go. it's, uh, I had, I had, we're good. Sorry. But, um, yeah, we're good. but yeah. yeah, I, I was, it, it it's kind of heartbreaking to be honest with you that this, this is happening all now where we can't travel. We can't do anything, you know? Um, but once this is all over, because obviously, you know, this is going to blow over and hopefully your lives get back to normal. I can't get I can't wait to get back. In, uh, and I'm going to call it the ring. You know, mm -hmm. I super stoked, you know. So what you need to do right now is start making the rounds. You got to start promoting yourself, putting yourself out there, make yourself a demand that people want to see you. Uh, when you go on these shows, do your interviews, you just go out there and be yourself, uh, have fun. And you're going to get invited back. You know you're going to get invited back. It's going to be a fun year, and I can't wait to see where it takes you, man. So uh, any last words on the Schmodown? Nothing, man. I'm just glad. I mean, I whoever's watching this, if you guys, you know, I, you shared it on the – oh, no, Gilberto showed it on uh, – Gilly uh, shared it on the page. I know you shared it on yours. Uh, click like, subscribe, please. Comment. Say that you want to see me again. Uh, CST Network, I need you now more than ever. Just, you know, let's let's – bombard them with the hurricane i just need people you know just i need comments saying to to see the hurricane all over again and um shout out to the whole schmodown family to be honest with you man they just every single one of them has been nothing but great they've been very welcoming um i've heard you know that sometimes it, it also depends on the attitude which you know i got a coached on that don't be a dick and you, you get treated right yes um I'm not that person, you know, pretty much get, I get along with pretty much everybody. Right. Um, and to the actual Schmodown fans, man, like they, it's, again, it's been so positive, you know, um, thank you. There's not much more to say that, than, but thanks, man. like, you know. So what we also want to do on this show is we'll cover the Schmodown basically every week, just talking a little bit about the matches that are going on. So I hope you guys who come and tune in and watch us, uh, get on board with the Schmodown. Come have fun with it because it's definitely something. If you're a movie fan, it's definitely something you need to check out if you haven't discovered it yet. Um, but even a wrestling fan, even if you're a wrestling yeah. fan, you know, like yeah, we're not throwing table. Uh, you know, we're not throwing each other under uh, on tables, which has happened. Somebody got <laughs> hit with a chair. <laughs> but you know, Booker T is a supporter of this. I don't know if you saw Chris Jericho and Kevin Smith are going to be on it once yeah. this whole BS is over. Brittany Young. Uh, <laughs> Brittany Young, you know, and then uh, they've been tagging uh, John uh, Krasinski a lot with the uh, good news now, man. It's I'm been, interested it's been, to see what happens Sunday when that episode drops. It's been a, it's been a movement, man. And then I just saw uh, shout out to Haskell, Eddie Haskell. He's a big Schmodown supporter. He already put my match on his page. Hey, yeah, it's been it's been so great. The community, the Schmodown community. Let me tell you, man, it's it's amazing. It's amazing that the support that they give uh to to the schmodown is is fantastic you know 
So but, something else we want to do on this show every week is we're stay kind of current. We want to talk about what's going on in the industry. For those of you who don't know, we work in the industry. We are part of the press of the industry, both write for Um, We do celebrity interviews. We do movie reviews. We go to press screenings. We do all these stuff. We're in Florida. We're one of the websites that's constantly out there working. Um, so we also want to keep up to date what's going on. And right now the Justice League is crumbling and Ezra Miller and Amber Heard are just straight up crazy right now. So let's talk about this. I know more about the Ezra Miller situation. Um, I really don't know much about Amber Heard because I heard this is like a really legal thing going on. So let's start with Ezra. Ezra Miller, a couple days ago, he was trending on Twitter. You go find out what it's about. He, there's a video out there about 15 seconds where he says, do you want to fight? And he grabs this woman by the throat and basically slams her onto the ground. And yeah. it's not a good look at all. It's very bad for someone of his character. He's typically looked at as a free spirit, fun loving guy. So to see this it was kind of like almost his character in Perks of Being a Wallflower when he yeah. set off. It was disturbing. It really was because I'm a fan of his. I think he's a, I think he's a very talented actor. And to see him choke slam someone, it's like, what are you doing, man? I said, and I guess it was in Iceland or Greenland. You don't do that to fans. You don't. You're a big personality, and when stuff like this happens, especially to a woman, with all this stuff coming out with the Me Too movement, and actually, you shouldn't just do. You shouldn't do it to anyone. It's not a good look. And there's been silence. There's no one talking about this as far as the Warner Brothers go or Ezra Miller goes. So I'm curious your opinions on this. What do you think's going on here? What was your take from it? All right, so check this out. Um, obviously, we don't really know. We, it's a seven-second video, all right? Now, yeah. I agree with you a thousand percent on everything you just said. It's not a good look whatsoever. Um, he's, he's a movie star. He should know that he's being watched 24-7. That, and that is like the uh, gift and the curse, I guess. The curse part of being a movie star is that it's very rare when you have a private moment in public, which it, it's not rare. It's just rare. It doesn't happen. However, if you rewatch the video, she has a smile on her face. So at first I thought they were play fighting. Mm -hmm. The first time I saw it, I thought they were play fighting. You know, one of those grabs her, this and that and that. And he threw her down. But then I saw him uh, trending. Where I was like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a play fight. It was, was it a real thing? But even right before we recorded the show, I obviously knew we were going to talk about this. I, I rewatched the video, and it's, um, you can't tell. It doesn't look good, no matter if it's play fighting or not, which I really doubt it is. I'm on the, I'm on that page where I don't think it's play fighting whatsoever. Listen, if um, it is a joke, it's not funny. And I don't yeah. see where the positive side in this is. Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to spin this to where this is just, oh, a fun thing that we've been working on? This, it's not Precisely. Funny. Like, because it, again, like I, you know, I've played fight with my, with not, not often, but I do play fight with my girl where I'll grab her and, you know, like, you know, throw her onto the bed and things like that. And she'll do the same. She'll grab a pillow, this and that and that. Mm -hmm. um, however, we, you know, that, shot those seven seconds it's all him she's not doing anything yeah you know but again i want you to see it because when he grabs her she's smiling so i don't know if it's a <laughs> shock 
that this is happening to me. That's how I feel. You know, um, but it's not a good look. Regardless if it was play fight or not, I agree with you. It's it's not something you do, especially being these. It, well, a it's not right for any man to lay hands on a woman, no. but it, especially if you're a celebrity, and especially now during the whole uh, the whole Me Too uh, movement that's been going on, buddy, it's not a good look. No. You know. Um, and so obviously we'll talk about what this means for his career right now, because the every day that goes by that he doesn't say something, it gets worse because it's still in the news. Uh, everything's paused right now, production wise. So yeah. that means Fantastic Beats isn't filming. That means The Flash will not be filming both franchises, which he is a star of. And I don't know if you saw this, but John Jonathan Francis Daly who was attached to be one of the directors for The Flash. It was him and uh, Jonathan Goldstein, who were the directors of Game Night. And they were attached to, to direct The Flash, one of seven directors who have been attached to do it. And he just puts out on Twitter, creative differences. And yep. it was the spin. They and that was right after, dude. Yeah, yep. exactly. I'm like, he's out. That was the it's spin. Up. I heard that. Well, there's rumors going around that he's not exactly – the easiest person to get along with in all of this. And now you have um, Andy Muschietti, who I actually got the interview once before. Um, so jealous. I was supposed to be there too. <laughs> so he, jealous. He is directing The Flash as of right now. But at this moment, at this point, I don't know if you're even getting that movie. It's That movie was supposed to come out in 2017. Here we are in 2020. We still don't have it. There's scripts not ready yet. They haven't started filming. There's only two cast members. It's not going to happen. Um, I don't want to say that DC didn't doesn't know what they're doing because I I think we spoke about this on our earlier show on CST where um, DC has been getting their shit together and I have enjoyed the last couple of DC films that uh, have released but I felt when they signed everybody on they were uh, they were confused on what that because I heard at one point it was going to be Flashpoint. And the only, I think Flashpoint A um, was too soon to do it. And the only reason why WB will start off with that is to un, undo, I guess, what they did prior. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing that I can honestly think of to, to start a new timeline. Like, hey, because of Flashpoint, this doesn't exist. This is no longer canon. This is what's canon now. Um. You know, but um, I feel like that movie's cursed. It's just like New Mutants, which I mentioned on the, on the same show that we did, you know. Um, but it's it's not a good look. Yeah, and uh, I, I agree with something. you. No. But I agree was, with you with the um, – with Let me say something about DC here. I've actually enjoyed the last – three movies they put out I, so even loving i love shazam i think shazam is a fantastic movie and it's really a good dive into how a kid actually would act if they got superpowers and how they great. can deconstruct that that's yeah, why it's great that, a lot of people don't like shazam for that reason they say that it's too kid, uh, childish and i'm like well this is exactly how a kid would act i would act like that if i was a kid and i got some awesome superpowers uh i don't shout out to tim though <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, also, then you right after that you got Joker, which I mean, there's not much left to say about Joker. It hasn't been said. It was nominated for an Oscar. It won Best Actor, won Best Score. It was a critical darling. People loved it. It's a huge. It was an R-rated billion dollar hit. People loved it. And then it. you know, so, I love it. Yeah, that's one of your favorite films. You've mentioned that before. Um, but this year, 
we got Birds of Prey, a movie I loved a lot. That movie is a ton of fun. I can't wait. It was wait a lot of fun. It was it a again. lot of fun. Uh, so to me, they've gone three in a row. Didn't like Aquaman. Didn't like Justice League. Didn't like. Uh, I know you didn't like Aquaman. I actually enjoyed Aquaman a lot. Um, this, I obviously I know that, and you joked about it before because I saw it, I saw it um before you, and you were like, oh, what is it? Explosion? Like normal con, no more dialogue, and then two seconds explosion. I'm like, yeah, pretty much, man. That's pretty much what happens. It's not. I don't like that movie. But I know you didn't like it. I had fun with it, and you have to think like this is coming off of Justice League. Well, no, we came off of uh, Wonder Woman, but even prior to that, you had, I mean, no, it was Justice League, and then you had the Suicide Squad and BVS, so you kind of had a bad taste for for DC films. So for me, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, they were, a, a, uh, uh, it was fresh, yeah. you know, it was, it was something to look forward to, and I know Aquaman is pretty split, but I also feel that it's more positive than negative. You I know, that, but now I, that think, got, I know there's some people that don't like it whatsoever. You, I know you didn't like it, but mm -hmm. I feel like um, there's more positive towards Aquaman. Like if you put Aquaman versus BVS, you're probably going to get more votes for Aquaman. If you could put it against Suicide Squad, same thing's going to happen. If you could put it against Justice League. So it's better than certain films, you know. Um, but I mean, let's let's jump right into it with Aquaman. One of the stars of Aquaman is Amber Heard. And she is in the news a lot. Uh, a lot's going on with her. I don't know much about this situation. I just know that she could be in big trouble. I know there's lying going on. I know you know a lot more about this. So if you want to kind of well, talk. I want to say a lot more. I'm not there. You know? have to know but, more uh, basically what happened was that she made false accusations on Johnny Depp. I don't know how in depth um, the accusations go. But I... Um, I know that basically was almost I we're not we didn't get pirates because he was signed on to a new pirates. Um and he lost that. He almost lost Fantastic Beast. Yeah, I don't I, I forget who directs that movie. I've confession David. never yeah. I've never seen uh, he's really he's still doing it? He's still doing it. Jesus. I, know. I don't know why I thought like he was he's gone for him. Um but he almost lost his job to that. But it goes back to the whole Ezra thing with the whole Me Too thing. Now, mm -hmm. what Amber Heard is facing right now is that apparently all her accusations are bullshit. And if it's proven that they are bullshit, that he never did what he did or what she said he did, um, she's facing prison time. She's already lost Aquaman too. They already can't hurt. Oh, they right? did? That's a thing? Apparently, apparently that's a thing. I oh. read an article where she is not no, uh, she is not attached to Aquaman 2 as of right now. Okay, I don't know if you want to uh, fact check me very quick, but no, no, uh, no I, but I, I believe you. It's just wow, I didn't, I hadn't heard that. No, yeah. Um, however, it, I like that this is happening. It sucks that she would lie about something like this, but every single person so far, like, let's look at Dave Franco. I mm -hmm. mean, yeah, uh, James Franco. Sorry, I was thinking of the brother. <laughs> James Franco. James Franco came out with these accus uh, the, well, the accusation that you know he um he, he, did some he did some very bad stuff. Yeah. And he was on the verge of possibly winning an Oscar, and I could have probably put money that he could have won. You know, he came off of winning the Golden Globe for the disaster artist, where he went from winning a Golden Globe to not even getting nominated. You know, because 
And he should have been nominated, but his performance his performance was worthy. His actions were not. Again, yes. Now, my whole thing on this is there's certain, and again, it, it, it's a very thin line where it goes wrong from right. But that one, maybe you know a lot more than I do, where it comes to um, what he did. But if you're telling me that a woman was in the room accepted being alone in a room now i don't know if he threw himself on her or anything like that but as i recall i remember her saying like that she was tricked or whatever into coming into the room or something like that mm-hmm. i don't buy that a hundred percent okay and right. i don't want to justify i'm just saying like i've seen some pretty messed up situations or people or even and women think pretty evilly and this is where i go with with Amber Amber Heard. Why does she make up this shit? That isn't true. And I feel like, you know, again, it sucks that it was her, but she should suffer for the, for, uh, she should suffer the repercussions, you know, of her actions. You reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been, you've seen stories where women uh, accuse guys of rape. They serve time. And then years later, they come out and say, Hey, he never did that. You it's know? a serious thing. It's a really something it you shouldn't sucks. be messing with. Yeah, it it's sucks. Crazy. And obviously, if you hear this guy took advantage of me nine out of ten times, I and I love this is what I love about our our judicial uh, judicial system with the whole um uh, proven into uh, guilty into proven innocent. But mm-hmm. nine out of ten times, you're gonna look at that person and you're gonna be like, oh, it's a guy. He did it. Yeah. You know, you're going to prejudge. The way the world is. It, it really is just the way the world works right now. It um, does. And, and I get it. And I don't say there's there's slime balls out there. I've seen it here, you know, um, out at at, uh, at places. Like, I, I remember, you know, I don't even want to bring the story up, but um, with, with, with my ex, like, I left her for a second and someone slipped something in her drink, you know, to the point where she was knocked out cold in, in my car. Yeah, you know it's 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 insane. Like it, and I'm not saying it. It happens. It happens everywhere. You, you know, unfortunately, there's there's a lot of evil out there, and there's a lot of people that are just sick in the head. There's a lot of um, and there's no boundaries crossed or anything like that. You know, yeah. um, and it just sucks that so. I'm not saying Franco's innocent, but I feel like there's more to that story than. You mean that? Um, you mean that? No, Franco. I'm talking about Franco. And, oh, and right. you no, know, because so, so like with me, I'm not gonna completely point fingers at either one of them, uh, Amber Heard or uh, Johnny Depp, because I just don't know. We don't know what is actually true, and there's well, a that's lot what of- I said. I'm like, I wasn't there. I don't know. You yeah. know, we don't know what's going on. It just seems like they had a very toxic relationship, and that is now leading into the public. And one of them is gonna suffer for, it, if not both of them. And it sucks. It really does that it had to come to this, but that's just where we are. Um, as far as Aquaman 2 goes, like you said, she's gone. Her part is either going to have to be recast or they're just going to get rid of the character altogether. I don't know where it's going to go from here. Um, but do you have any uh, final thoughts on this situation? Just, just cut the shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like, honestly, like, you know, we, well, we heard about the accusations of Weinstein. So, rot rot in prison i don't care like if you did it you know you suffer the consequences but if you mm-hmm. didn't do it why are you going to ruin a man's career because that mm-hmm. that and and in in that i bet she did yeah i bet you never in a million years thought or her she never thought in a million years 
that she was going to um that she would like eventually the truth was gonna come out and now her career is screwed and now she might face prison. Like you gotta think about shit like that, you know? It's two really successful people who didn't need to have to do this at all and it sucks. So uh I don't I don't get it. I don't understand why you guys went down this path. It clearly you guys weren't right for each other and now something's gonna happen. Um but I'm going to forego our last conversation, which is going to be what we're going to talk about, uh, what we've been watching. We'll do that next week. I got a surprise for you, Jader. Okay, um, wait, wait. Time out, time out. Yeah. Go. Uh, I want you to uh, fan cast Mara right now since we're not going to get Amber Heard. Let's, Damn, see if we're, okay. let's see if we're in on this right now. Let's see if we're in on this. Okay, okay. Um. I know the rumor was going around, not the rumor, but the one people were pushing a lot was my celebrity crush, Amelia Clark. Keep her away. Keep her away from Aquaman. Don't you touch that franchise, <laughs> you beautiful woman. Go somewhere else. Go back to Star Wars, please, because you were great as Cure and you deserve more. Um, I got one. Allison okay. Brie. Allison Brie okay. and Amber Heard. I think she's I like a. Her. Great actress. I think she deserves a lot more opportunities than she's gotten, and I think she would fit right in well with uh, Jason Momoa. Who's um? Who's the chick from um? Fuck, shit that I should know. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge, Teresa Palmer. Okay, that's a good choice. Like that's a good choice. Actually, I could see that a lot more. And um, she looks. She has a Amber Heard kind of look. If you um, <laughs> you could uh, you could trick the audience right there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And she's a great actress, man. I think she can pull that off. Um, Dan just suggested the girl from uh, the girl from Westworld, Evan Rachel Wood. He put Redwood. The girl from Westworld. Redwood. She would actually work out good too. Um, yeah. but here I got a surprise. I got someone who wants to come and talk to you, who wants to uh, say hi and congratulate you, and that is our boss. Mr. Steve Ferracci. Oh, shit, Big Boss. The Pit Boss? There he is. Hold on just a sec. Did it freeze? There he is. There he is. Hey. There he is. What's up, My dude? man, Jader. Yeah. I saw it. Look, look, I wanted to come on real quick. Uh, you guys are doing a great show. Great job, as always. Want to come on real quick uh, to congratulate you face-to-face, -face, as close as we can get here. Um, I saw you chug your last bit of whiskey. I wanted to, you know, get a little cheers here going. I'm gone, man. I'm gone, but, you know. I know you are, sure. but. I got to sip. I got to sip. For you. Salud. <laughs> Listen, you, you made, it is damn good beer. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's try and get a, you know, it's Victory Golden Monkey. Hopefully they're promoting us, right? We Look get sponsored that. by them. Nine and a half percent right there, baby. Yeah, good. I like that. Yeah, love it. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's all. I really only wanted to come on and, and say congratulations. I, I watched you on the big 65 inch TV. I couldn't just watch you on a little screen here um, with all that ugly Mets colors in the background, says Dan. Get out. Hey. hey, Dan. Dan, look real close for just one second. Ah. <clears throat> Is that your one for the day? I didn't say it. You've had, you've, had, that you've had a few. I would start doing this from now on. No, no, no. There could be kids watching. Jeez, I know, man. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was that was my ring finger. You son of a he bitch. He has come in and pooped all over our show at the very <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I think I did pretty good. I think I dropped maybe one. 
Maybe. I don't remember. No. Negative. I, I heard one earlier on. I don't remember when you used it. And you just used it when you were thinking about something. <laughs> I saw you on the screen. You were like, ah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't believe you're focusing. I, I, I know you, but you're focusing on I could have done better. I could have done better. Dan said a win is a win, which is true, unless you're cheating like the Astros. Ground ball through Buckner's legs, 1986. They won. Hey, win is a win. <laughs> don't care how it happens. Uh, so just focus on on that. I, I, you know, this is the first time I ever watched a Schmodown match. I'm glad, man. I, I'm glad. You should never forget your you're, first, huh? You're my first, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you- um, but it, it, it's it's a it's a lot better than I thought it was going to uh, to be. You know, I, I I heard a lot of it from uh, Bert, who's watching. Uh, yeah. So maybe that's why I wasn't so enthused about watching it. Um, but. So this one, of course, this is like, you know, you don't watch something, you know, you're not doing something and then your little kid comes along and starts doing something. So you got to watch. So I had, of course, I had to watch. Um, And I I love the concept of it. You know, uh, it's the intertwining of movie trivia and and wrestling, having the the different characters, if you will. Uh, So it takes me back in the day when I used to watch uh, wrestling and, you know, this guy's a heel and this guy's this. And, you know, so that's uh, that's all good stuff. I know. I figured. I honestly figured you guys. You would, especially you, uh, all of us on TST, since we're movie guys. You know, like we we love film, and it's fun to challenge yourself. You know, do I know that? Do I not know that? Uh, You'd be surprised how many you could get right or how many you get wrong, and you actually can learn. There's some times where I'll find out that a director, like a famous director, directed something that I never in a million years, like the uh, the the one oddball film that he did which i love and had no idea he directed you know so right um but yeah man i'm glad you watched i'm glad you liked it yeah for sure yeah can't wait to watch again buddy thanks man thank you very much man it's, it's you exciting gotta, you gotta man. watch again to see who you gotta see who the guy who was petting the the fur on his shoulder oh, at, the, at the end you know this <laughs> yeah, guy comes yeah. out of the crowd he's like brock lesnar and like I'll see you next time. You know, Shout out uh, to Craig, man. <laughs> Craig, man, he's a really cool guy. He's he's actually a rookie as well, man. Very knowledgeable okay. guy. Like he uh he TKO'd his uh his opponent. Um but uh I can't wait to face him, man. I, I know it's gonna be uh it's gonna be rough, but I'm ready, man. Yeah, um so uh, Dan Dan says you better be a face. Are you a face or a heel? It seemed like two I don't. I honestly don't even think that I could be a heel right now. Like this was the Willy Wonka. As much as fucking hate that movie, and that's my second. But that's uh, like four. <laughs> whatever, dude. Um, I hate. I hate that Willy Wonka movie. But it really was a golden ticket winner, you know. And I lucked out, and thank God that I did. Um, but uh, I can't. There's no way that I can go come into this league as a lucky winner, you know, fan contest winner, and be a heel. There's no way. So it, um, for me, at least the character that, not even the character, I'm just being me. Um, but I'm totally, I'm just happy to be there, you know. At just some point, at some point in your Schmodown career, I later down, down the road, you got to turn heel. No, That's, I have an idea. Like, I, I have an idea the writer for some okay. character eventually will get there. Um, again, I don't write some of this stuff, so I have to pitch. I, I, if I pitch the idea and he likes it. Uh, we can go with it, but I, I do have a couple ideas already. Um, uh, Jader, so. just just uh, do me a favor. Be careful, because I care about you. <laughs> All right? 
Um, you're getting you're getting a lot of love in the chat. Um, I know you're getting a lot of love everywhere. Uh, Bert and Dan and James are all saying crush it. They're all happy for you, congratulating. So it's a big day for you. And when we come back next week, we can talk about a little bit more what the reaction has been like, what your uh, your experience has been like going around to all these shows and talking about it. And uh, your name's going to be out there now. So I hope you're ready. I'm open, man. This is this is a lot of fun, dude. It, it on it, and again, like I said in the beginning of this episode, like it's it's crazy to become something that you were such a fan of. You know, it's it's uh, again, uh, Steve. You said you saw wrestling, you know, earlier. I think you saw it during the same time I did with the Attitude Era with Stone Cold and The Rock. That's that's yep. literally when I stopped watching wrestling. Once they were out, I was kind of out as well. But it, uh, can you imagine, like? them telling you, hey, you want to write for this show? Or, hey, do you want to be part of the WWF? Like, it's it's surreal. And again, uh, thanks, James. I see that uh, comment there. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, but this is something, and then I always told myself that I eventually wanted to be part of this show. Um, I didn't even know how you can get there. Like, I didn't even think it was a possibility. I thought it was just a, hey, this, we're, this is something we're doing amongst friends, and hope it's there for your entertainment. Right. Um, one person that I saw going going back was uh, uh, Kevin Smets, which I know you don't know who he is, but he's he was a fan that was turned down um, by the commissioner at the time or the 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 creator of this uh, Christian Harloff, and Harloff told him that he just wasn't quite ready yet to come back, and um, he he did so and did so or whatever, and he trained and he whooped practically everybody's ass and he ended up becoming rookie of the year and he's now uh, uh he holds the belt right now for the uh the inner geekdom uh showdown and that that was kind of one of the uh like it was kind of like inspirational i'm like man that guy was literally a fan watching the show and he was he knew he what he had the chops to do and he reached out got turned down and he didn't you know was like all right f it i'm not i'm not gonna do it it was a no. I'm gonna prove to you that I do. I do deserve the spot, you know. So it's it's just surreal again because I've been watching uh, Collider. I think I've seen Collider before. I even knew what Cena Sports Talk was, man. <laughs> you know, it it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Whatever, man. Sorry. Um, any final thoughts from you guys uh, before we wrap it up here? I love it. That's good beer. <laughs> no, just congrats again. Um, keep on, uh, keep on doing your thing. Love this show. Uh, hope to see it continue. Um, and you know, we'll be talking throughout the week. We'll be shooting the shit, talking Mets, talking wrestling, talking everything. Uh, and uh, tomorrow, talking Kyle, now. Talking down. Tomorrow, <laughs> Kyle. Uh, we have a date to uh, recap this week's events in the tournament. That's right. Um, guys, if you're watching us for the first time, it's kind of late, but we are. We had a March Madness tournament in our uh, part of our website. We uh, decided to do the best living, working actor alive. Or, same thing. It was redundant. Wow. <laughs> I cleaned that up. What? Um, but we started with the Elite Four. The Elite Eight is ending today. The Final Four will begin on Monday. As of right now, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep are in the Final Four. They'll be going up against what looks to be so far Denzel Washington and Margot Robbie. Don't want to jump the gun yet, but it looks like that's who's coming in there. So be ready. Go vote. Or go. 
Margo, Margo, Margo. That's what I'm going for, man. She's my girl. Are um, you allowed to, I, based on your shirt that you wore? Can you can, can you do that? Oh yeah, no, I could definitely okay. do that. That's your heel turn. Your your heel turn is on Meryl, Meryl Streep. Doesn't make me feel like Margot Robin. So <laughs> um, oh boy, Dan, the stew gots are strong in you right there. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Um, where can they find you guys, Steve? Where can they find you? They can find oh. me all over the place. Uh, at it's all at Cine Sports Talk at every, everywhere everywhere you go. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Facebook, all over the place. Um, I don't want you sending me any friends requests. I get, I get, you know, I get like ten friends requests a day. So, and I hey, scroll through also- and I see, you know, if, if there's one thing I don't like in there, you're done. You know, <laughs> and if you're friends with, and if you're friends with Dan Skip Allen, you're out. You're out. Automatic. That's my stuff, uh, man. That's my stuff. If you want to find Steve, you can also go to the back of a Long John Silver's on a Saturday night behind the dumpster. He's usually there. Um, Peter, where can they find you? That was that one time, Kyle. Never live it down. Uh, you can find me at home. There Can't go anywhere. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Facebook, obviously, Jader, J-D-E-R, uh, but I'm a P-A-R-E-M-O. Uh, infamous J13 on Twitter and Instagram. I'm trying to be better in the Twitter world. Uh, not very successful on that, uh, but constantly on Facebook, message me, say what's up. Uh, I'm usually very, very, very bored, and I will carry. I can talk to the wall, so talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find me at Kyle Movie Guy on Twitter, and my name Kyle Arango on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, and then on all my work on Cine Sports Talk. Go back and check out my celebrity interviews. Frozen 2 is on there. I interviewed Josh Gad. Uh, so you can go watch that. Um, and the top 10 articles are coming out, movie reviews, and even though there's not a lot of movies coming out right now, uh, still go find something to do. You can find me online. And uh, that's it for the first episode of the Jader and Kyle Show. I hope you guys tune in next week to see us. And uh, goodbye. See you later. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.